0: Welcome to the Pursuit of Peace podcast. My name is Parul and I am obsessed with everything holistic health and spirituality. I am determined to uplevel my mind, body and spirit to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. I truly believe that we're all looking to create a sense of lasting inner peace through all our pursuits in life. Health, wealth, relationships, spirituality, business, jobs or a college degree. Whatever that might look like for you at the moment, the goal is same, to find that blissful state, that lasting joy and inner peace. And the intention behind this podcast is to share my quest for inner peace so that might kickstart your journey to discover the source of that true lasting joy and bliss that I feel can only be created from the inside out. Welcome to episode 4 and today we'll be talking about manic manifesting versus magic manifesting and my stories of manifesting like a maniac as opposed to manifesting from a place of magic and effortlessly where everything just flowed and I hope you're able to take away the method that I use in my life to manifest and use it use it for yourself. But before we begin, I just want to talk about the basic rule of manifestation, which I keep talking about a lot, but I feel it is so important for this to sink in. So we are always manifesting our reality or bringing into existence what we want through the thoughts that we think, the emotions we feel, and the words we speak, plus the subconscious belief systems that we have which at least I, at the beginning of my journey, was not even aware of. And a lot of us are not aware of these childhood belief systems that we've picked up, which are not serving us and which are causing resistance to us living our best lives. So how does this work? In a vibrational universe, we attract the vibration that we are emitting. For example, if I'm soaked in appreciation, I will find more reasons to be happy and appreciative and as a result of that, the universe will send me more reasons to be happy and appreciated. So have you ever had one of those days when you woke up on the right side of your bed, one good thing after another keep kept happening and you wondered, wow, this is my lucky day. I've had so many of those days in the past and it always made me think, "Hmm, what did I do right today? Now, I want you to know, I want you to know that this was not by accident. This was perhaps one of those days when you consciously chose a good feeling thought first thing in the day. You made a choice. You decided. And this is the choice of the situation that is available to us at all times. But we need to start exercising it to make it more deliberate. And what is my story with these deliberate choices or not so deliberate choices of manifesting what I want? or also sometimes what I don't want. So like a lot of us, a lot of the clients that I work with who have a very fear-based mindset, I also had a very fear-based mindset or this voice of fear, which was constantly speaking to me. And this is the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm teaching manifestation. I'm doing all this work is because I have lived it. I have lived that fear very closely in my life. And it's not like that voice goes away ever. It's just that you learn how to deal with it better. You learn how to take action despite it. You anchor into a kind of faith and a kind of surrender that you've never experienced before. And this is where I'm coming from at the moment. So what I used to do was that I think of worst case scenarios. I had a very low self-esteem, very little confidence And I've always been a people pleaser. Now, I don't know, maybe some of you did not catch on to that vibe. But maybe some of you did. And those who know me uh, and are listening to this and never really spoke to me about that. But I always had this very scared, you know, walking on eggshells kind of a vibe. And this was all a result of my environment. And perhaps that's the same for you. You know, you were told a lot of fearful stories while growing up. You know, the world is a, an unsafe place. You have to work really hard to be successful. Uh, you can't make it. People like us can't make it. So, these are all the stories that we grow up with, and different people di- internalize it differently. So, dreaming big, being too happy, was too good a scenario to be true. But, but I had big dreams, you know, for myself nonetheless along with massive fears of being undeserving, of being unworthy of those dreams. And I would question myself, how how can it happen for me? How will it work? So I made massive strides. I would sometimes, without realizing, just go for things that really, really were desirable for me. But then I'd be overwhelmed by what I'd created for myself and then self-sabotage. I'd not feel deserving of it. So I totally believe that that's also how my habit of overworking while berating myself also started. I wanted to prove myself. I wanted to feel more deserving, but I didn't feel that way. So I thought that working hard would make me feel more deserving. But but that's not true because we're all deserving irrespective of the action that we take. We're all born worthy. So... If I got a perfect score on a test, it was too good to be true. And I could not even accept a compliment for that or a congratulations on that. But if I got something which was, you know, maybe a 70, 100, I would work five times more and feel like, uh, you know, there was this voice in my head which said, I told you so, you don't deserve this. And this is why there was always a... scuffle going on inside my mind and fear is sneaky you know our ego or our fear-based mind wants us to play small so this is how self-sabotage begins you know my worth is not tied to a score in a test or an exam or a college degree but that's how we make it and rarely if ever did I feel deserving of joy and fun and definitely not if i not put in a lot of efforts and if I had not struggled a lot to get that time off or get that opportunity to have fun. So it's more like you know, we will relax when we are dead, sort of a narrative which I totally do not identify with now. So all my energy was directed towards proving that I'm enough, that I'm worthy. Of course, I did not know this underlying subconscious belief at that time. So It didn't matter what I was doing because it was laced with the energy of lack at a subconscious level. Something that I have started dealing with only recently but have gone really deeply into. But anyway, one of the most recent examples of this was my health coaching career. I had quit my job not out of choice but because of a health crisis. And there is more of that on my website if you'd like to check. It's called healthcoachparl.com and it's in the process of transition as you know I am on my way to become a manifestation coach and this is something I'm so, so, so passionate about. Not that I wasn't about health coaching but this is something that has sort of so much depth for me, so much passion for me because it's a very lived experience for me. So the truth was And I'll have to get into a flashback to get you to understand what was happening when I decided to sort of quit my job and do health coaching full time. So I was in Mumbai, I think it was towards the end of 2017 or 2018. And I was working with a celebrity fitness trainer in Mumbai because I wanted to explore what this field could look like. And I had not even started my health coaching um, certification at that time. So, and how I landed there, how I landed in Mumbai, we I touched upon that uh, briefly, I suppose, in episode 2, where we talk about purpose with my guest, yunita So, it felt like a scenario which was too good to be true. Again, when I landed in Mumbai, I had this uh, celebrity fitness trainer who you know, invited me to work with a new project that she is coming up with. And I was amazed. I was like, she could have got anybody from uh, the city because there was no dearth of people who were into fitness. I knew nothing about fitness at that time, except that I was somewhat fit. But I had just made the leap. I had reached out to her and I was making things happen. So anyway, coming back to the part where I said life got too good. So when life gets good, Fear comes up tenfold. So I hadn't worked upon my fears of undeservingness and not enough yet at that time. So as I started entering into this uncertain space in my life where, you know, it was very different from what um, a job looked like, a career looked like for me. Because I came from a very traditional point of view of, you know, just get your college degrees, do a job, and then keep getting promotions. And that is what life is. And although I didn't want that, what I wanted seemed very scary because it was unfamiliar. And I was scared. There was a lot of fear that came up. And I felt I lacked the stability that I would get from a job. And this is why I decided to leave and join my old workplace despite a complete out of alignment feeling like I can't describe how good I felt when I was in Mumbai at that time I would wake up and feel like I was going to the beach even though I wasn't and I remember talking about this to my mentor at that time the celebrity fitness coach and she laughed it off but I felt really good being in those new surroundings and yet my conditioning, my programming about what safety and stability looked like in life was so strong that I decided that you know this is not meant for me I don't know what's going to happen And essentially I wanted to take control. I wanted to felt safe I wanted to feel um, I wanted to feel safe I wanted to feel certain in the only way I understood. And this is why I kicked the universal plan out of the window. All the progress that i would made by following my heart and taking action. By the way, there is also action involved. Manifestation is not about just sitting and meditating and thinking about good thoughts and coming into alignment just by thinking good thoughts and feeling good feelings. It's also about taking the scary action when it's needed. But if there is no solid foundation, which I have built now, and this is why I'm so passionate about teaching this, because I wouldn't have wasted all those opportunities. I wouldn't have wasted all that time. I mean, there is no wasting of time because the universe always leads you back to the right path for you. But it would have been easier for me had I understood that it's okay for uncertainty to be there in your path and that is what surrender and faith is all about but I made a fear-based decision I decided to take up the job my old job and go back to a life I completely did not want I was so sure that I was done working for somebody else I was done with the career that I had built up and I didn't want to go back to that city either i worked in Delhi for a while but then as we all do I decided to settle I decided that okay there is no other option and I asked a lot of people about what should I do I'm not going to be getting as much money as I would get in a job which was true and that is where all my money fears also kicked in Uh, and I wanted to control all the factors which were not in my control which were yet to play out Who knew what money opportunities would come up for me? um, what, What career opportunities would come up for me? So the story that I was playing on loop was only a job can give me the safety that I'm looking for. And this is where I bypassed the universal guidance and made the decision out of fear. Now, I don't know what would have played out had I stayed there. But the one thing that I know from my experience is that whenever I've made a decision based in joy, based in my biggest desires, they have always played out better than what I could have ever imagined. And this is where, you know, the universe knows best statement comes in. It might sound like a cliche, but the universe really does know best. And if we're just willing to cut that safety net and take the leap, the universe will catch us. We will not be led astray by our intuition. Of course, that intuition doesn't have to be masked as um, conditioning, as programming that we get from our childhood. But that's a topic for another day. So what did I actually want? What I wanted from a career or a job was safety, was feeling supported, taking taken care of. And I already had that. I had the joy of waking up in the morning to work that I really enjoyed. But instead, I bought into the illusion that only the kind and the amount of money and the kind of job that I knew was best for me could get get it for me. And I, I just ignored my happiness because that is what we've been taught since childhood, that, you know, just... Ignore all of it. Just don't ignore your intuition, ignore your happiness, ignore ignore your joy. Do what is standards. Do what is uh, safe. Do not take risks. And while I'd taken the risk, I could not, I could not follow through. So my energy was reeking of chaos and fear and unworthiness. I had got the job. I had got a Porsche house in South Delhi after running around for quite some time and I hated every bit of it the house had so many problems right from the beginning Um, the job it was fine it was good you know it was the same as earlier but it was not something that I wanted my heart was not in it and it did not it gave me the money it gave me the safety in the traditional sense as in I had the job but It made me miserable, not because of the nature of the job itself. Perhaps when I was working a couple of years earlier, it was where I wanted to be. It was where I needed to be. But I have this tendency that I evolve very, very, very quickly. And then I judge myself for, you know, wanting to operate at a different level. So I've learned this now. But at that time, I didn't. And because I was so stressed out, I was just trying not to be in the moment, I had resorted to overworking to feel better in my life and all of this culminated in a physical ailment, it manifested as a physical ailment and I had a major health crisis because of which I had to leave. So what did I do in that um, probably year, a year, probably a, yeah, a less than a year I just spend that time being miserable. So I could probably have been working with that trainer in Mumbai for a lesser amount of time, for a lesser, not a lesser amount of time, a lesser amount of money, but still could have been happier. And this is what manic manifesting looks like. When we're trying to create something, when we take a decision out of a place of fear, and the one true That is undeniable is that the energy we put into something is the energy that must come out. And this is what happened. I made that decision out of fear, out of wanting to take advice from other people, other people who were not living a life that I wanted to create. And they had their own fears. And the other thing is that people mirror our fears to us. So they mirrored the fears to me. They said, oh, yeah, you're not getting as much money. What is the certainty? What will happen? What if it doesn't work out? because there's no certainty, there is no guarantee, you know, and that is how we have to learn to live life. When we learn to lean into faith, we learn to go with a good feeling outcome in our mind, something that excites us, and then the certainty comes, and then the safety comes. We have to feel it in our bodies first, and then it shows up externally later. But that's not the energy with which I was operating. I was not operating in the energy of uh, faith or surrender. And this is what happens when you obsess over how life must be instead of trusting that our desires can lead us the right way. In fact, I feel that is the only way that we should be headed. And the reason is we are very scared of what will happen if it goes wrong. And that's when we come from that needy, desperate space. And that same energy is reciprocated by the universe. But now I can say this with experience, not just with knowing this in theory that while we can make whatever decision that we make, if we're making the right decision in the moment, in the moment, if we're making the decision from a good feeling space, we can never go wrong. Because even if we go wrong, there is always a lesson in whatever we experience, whatever comes up for us. The universe always, always, always has our back. So as I mentioned earlier and something this is something that I go into in episode one as well, you don't want the job or the money, but what you want is that feeling it gives you, that safety, that security. And if I was already in that energy, I was on the right path because this is my emotional guidance system and that is my compass. Even if the path didn't look like how I wanted it to look, Or felt unfamiliar. What I need to trust is this good feeling space within me. And this is what magic manifesting is about. Because the best manifestations have come to me when I've matched the energy of pure love or pure joy. We attract our biggest desires from a very, very high vibrational point, which is a very good feeling space. And I remember in 2016, after a very rough one year, I decided, I committed to myself that I am only going to chase my own joy and I created an amazing life for those 2 years I manifested two jobs in one of these I worked in for one month brilliant team a startup so supportive so encouraging and then I got another one which I really wanted which is the job which I did for a longer period of time and I left and nobody was disgruntled in fact I got so much of love from that organization and the founders where I worked for about a month or probably less than a month and they were very supportive and I was amazed at how things were just working for me in my new job one month into the job I wanted to go for a fellowship a fellowship that I had won by certain means again which surprised me and I was traveling and working internationally for that in the second month and nobody gets that you know nobody gets so much time off in the second month of working at a new place but I got that and I was really surprised and taken in by what was happening because I was not conscious of what I was creating at that time and I kept getting spectacular traveling opportunities within the country through my job more and more international travel work was going well my uh colleagues were really nice, my boss was really happy with what I was doing and I didn't realize at that point that my only indicator of progress was joy. I had not done the deep 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 inner healing work and which is why what happened towards the end of 2017-18 was that you know I up leveled quickly but I couldn't handle it and this is why if we haven't done the real work we will not be able to have manifestations which can last us in the long time a long term which can really really change our lives and this does not mean that we'll never have a low moment and we'll never make a decision which will be less than perfect we all do that and we will do that but what it means is that We can have permanent changes in our life if we go deep down and do the real work, which is another topic for another day and is what I walk my clients through. But I did not manifest that amazing life for two years by fluke. It felt like it, but it was very, very intentional because I was embodying the energy of joy and love. And while there were plenty of action steps involved. They came from a place of flow. I didn't have to think that, oh, I must take this action so that I will feel good in having what I want. Once I get the travel fellowship, I'll feel good. Of course, I was excited for it, but I was already in a state of flow, joy, excitement through everything else that was happening in my life. So essentially, I trusted life a lot uh, without knowing it. I was just Placing all my decisions and all my action steps in whatever felt good to me. No asking permission, no seeking permission from anything, not trying to get approval, none of that. And this is why there was momentum and there was rapid progress. So the idea is to be able to tap into that trust, faith, surrender and joy first. Because intuition always makes sense after I did not know I was going to have such amazing experiences. I just went ahead with what felt good and I didn't question it. I didn't second guess myself. So, whenever now, now that I have this conscious awareness of this entire process of how it works, and whenever I'm on the brink of making any decision, I know that I just need to ask myself. I need to connect with myself. I need to connect with my intuition. God, inner, guidance, universe, whatever you might want to call it. And then ask myself, is this something that I'm doing out of love? Or is it something that I'm doing out of fear? Does it feel exciting? Does the outcome feel exciting? Or does it feel fearful? Now, this doesn't mean that it will never feel fearful. Of course, for a lot of decisions that I made, I was traveling to so many places for the first time. I was making massive leaps. There was. There was some fear involved, but it wasn't that fear of, oh my God, should I do this? Should I not do this? There was a, there was a kind of self-assurance which was there already. So, the question that you need to ask is: Is this something that I want out of love, or is this out of fear? Do I feel excited about the outcome, or do I feel dread? fear no that like you know there is no other option so I have to do this I have to settle for this so does it come from an expansive space where you feel like how amazing life can be of course there are the action steps and there is messy action and it's never all perfect and that's okay but is it coming from a very contracted space where you feel like there are no other options and I must do it just like How I left that wonderful opportunity in Mumbai feeling that you know, no, uh, there is no other option and all my fears came up and I didn't feel deserving of what I had created for myself. So, does it feel crazy yet exciting? And this is where trust and surrender comes into play because the path is paved after you start walking on it. And this is literally what happens. If And if you're already in a messy situation, like right now you're going through something which is messy and you're not able to figure this out, what I would suggest is that you just stop asking other people what you should do, what you shouldn't do, and just sit in stillness. Just connect with your intuition. And stillness always comes once we're willing to slow down and connect to ourselves because we're so busy with the white noise that we create outside of ourselves that there's no time to connect to that voice of intuition which can only speak to you when the mind stops buzzing with thoughts all the time and especially the fearful thoughts so asking what do what do i really want am i am i trying to control this because control is also fear wanting to control always comes out of fear some sort of a fear just like i wanted that job because i wanted to feel stable and I was looking for that stability outside of myself instead of looking for it within myself which I already had at that point I was feeling good I was feeling secure but it was all my conditioning and my programming that came back about how it should be and how it should be is also about control so am I trying to control things is it serving me is it making me happy is this for my highest good irrespective of what anybody says So this is probably the first step. And the second one is letting go of that control, surrendering and saying that I'm choosing what I feel is best for me. I know I can never go wrong and it will be this or something better. I am willing to let that control go and trust the universe. And this can sometimes be the scariest step. Because it's okay, you know, until unless we're talking about these things, but when it comes to taking action, most people don't want to take the action. They want to see the results first. They want to see the money. They want to see the stability first. And then they want to believe. But that's not how intuition works. And the third thing is that you decide to enjoy the process. Now, I'm not saying that you should just quit your job tomorrow and you should throw away all your money. This is not what I'm suggesting, but what I'm saying is decide to feel good and really live life from a place of, you know, I want to juice life, I want to, you know, just take the juice out of every moment. And if you're coming from that space, which is what I did essentially for two years, I was doing a lot of crazy things and they were making me so happy. And this is how the universe always works faster. You know, it always delivers faster when you're having fun. It over delivers. In fact, I would say, and this is what happened in my case case when I was willing to uh, trust in it. So how can you start getting into that mode if you're not already there? Just ask yourself, what's good in my life right now? And even if everything feels really bad there is always something good that you can find so what's good in my life right now how do you feel safe and supported now even when you don't have what you want there are so many ways in which you can feel safe and supported if you're safe especially in this pandemic if you're with your loved ones if you have food to eat if you have um, a job you know and then what is what is going to be the next best decision that is going to support your joy, your feeling of excitement? What What is it that is going to make you feel better? What is going to be that next up level? And even if it's the smallest step, even if it's a day off from work to just enjoy what you're doing or if it's a big decision like switching careers or taking up a job, Just give yourself that, and then the next step, and then the next step, and that is how you get into the flow state. So, gratitude for what's good in your life. How do you feel safe and supported right now? What is it that's going to help you? So, what are the three steps? Three steps are that if I'm on the brink of making a decision, am I doing it from a space of love or am I doing it out of fear? Do I get excited when I think of the outcome? Or do I get into a fearful space as if there are no other options? Does it feel expansive? Does it feel contractive? Contractive. I don't know if contractive is even a word. Anyway, uh, the second step, surrendering. It is this or something better, letting go of con- that control, releasing control. And the third step, decide to feel good now. Step into that space of joy now, create it now. I mean, We don't even need to create it at all. It's always a shift of perspective. It's how we live life, how we look at life. So just get into that space, you know, just have a lot of gratitude for what you already have and what is it that makes you feel safe and supported now. And then take little steps towards where you want to be headed, where you want to be going. And that's how you shift out of manic manifesting to magic manifesting never take decisions from a space of fear just don't take decisions you know just sleep on it go for a walk do a little bit of a dance you know just move that uh, funky energy and then once you come back to a stable emotional space once you start feeling better you start thinking clearly and then you ask that question what would feel good for me and then you take the decision. Nobody outside of you can take decisions for you. It's all you. So I hope it was helpful. If it was helpful, I would love to hear from you. Connect with me on my Instagram page. I'm at Peace underscore And I would love to hear if this was helpful and answer your questions.